Consistent Rumor presents Chocolate Yoda Live. Hi folks, Chocolate Yoda here, spelled Y-O-D-D-A-H because film studios are litigious and literally two minutes before I fired this up, they started doing construction <laughs> right near me. So we might have some uh, unusual musical accompaniment. I don't know how much of that you can hear or not, but anyway, on with the show. Um, so I just did something that I don't do uh, very frequently. Oh, this is really funny. <laughs> it was sporadic, and now it's really fired up. Anyway, um, I have a, a water pick. I've had it for a long time. I don't even know how long at this point. I, I know that um, my family started using water picks when I was a child. So, uh, I've had my own for, for probably decades at this point, I guess. Now, um, I don't use it all the time. Uh, actually pretty infrequently. Uh, but, um, it, it kind of makes me laugh every time I, I use one because, you know, you, I brush my teeth. I have an electric toothbrush, uh, cause I'm lazy and it does all the work for me. So, you know, you go through it, you know, two minutes, uh, do your upper, your lower, you be as thorough as possible. And then you uh, fire up the water pick and huge chunks of food are flying out of your mouth. Like, how did that stay in there when I brushed my teeth? I don't know. I don't know. I think de dentistry might be a scam. Anyway, what's today? Today is uh, Thursday. June 8th, 2023. Uh, this is Chocolate Yoda Live. And um, today I wanted to talk about my friend in life and my partner in podcasting for the beginning of this podcast. Uh, you uh, have, if you've watched the show before, especially in our early days, uh, you know, his nickname is Chancleta. And uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, and I mean white people, um, uh, Chancleta is a slipper, specifically a flip-flop, right? Although it probably could be more than a flip-flop, but we think of it as a flip-flop. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's a weapon that uh, mothers in Hispanic households use against their children. They whip them with them, you know. <laughs> if you're messing up, chancleta is a, a terrifying thing. So uh, we started off, uh, we, we launched officially on uh, March 20th. I think it was either the 20th or the 21st, whatever the first day of spring was. Uh, I believe it was March 20th, 2020. 20, I'm sorry, 2021. 2021. We started filming in March of 2020. Um, we didn't uh, post right away because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, you know, we had to figure out how cameras worked, how microphones work, um, how do I edit video, how do I edit audio, all that stuff, right? I am the graphic artist for the podcast uh, for Good, Bad, or Indifferent. This frame that's around me right now is something that I created 
I didn't use it for the first couple, but I just figured, hey, let me let me put it on there since I use it for other podcasts. And um, the first video that we posted, and this is pre-launch, so this wasn't, you know, an official video, so to speak. Um, but that was, um, I believe, September of 2020. And, um, you know, as a matter of fact, I can show you a screenshot from that. So this is uh, what the thumbnail looks like. Well, no, actually, no, that's not what the thumbnail looks like. That's the opening few seconds. And I think uh, my uh, Facebook banner was this. So two dudes, random thoughts. The Persistent Rumor with Chocolate and Chocolate Yoda. And there I am, uh, Chocolate Yoda. And on the right, that handsome, beautiful man, Chancleta. And you know, while, while I'm at the, uh, the whole thing of um, artwork, here's my first logo ever. Um, I did this in August of 2020. And... Um, I didn't know anything about graphics programs, so I did this in in a Publisher. Easy for me to say. I did this in Publisher for all you tech geeks out there. And um, then I uh, eventually discovered, uh, you know, the the official programs that people use to create and modify images. I create images in um, what's it called, Inkscape which is an, a free version of the of the software that professionals use, which is Adobe Illustrator. And um, then sometimes I modify them in GIMP. Um, and these are both free programs, so that's perfect for me. And so this is the most recent version of the logo. Oh, it's a beauty. And that took me two and a half years from the first logo to learn how to do this and to get it looking how I want. I have hundreds and hundreds of versions of the logo, uh, stuff I like, so, you know, stuff I don't like, uh, experiments, all that kind of stuff. But that's my my very very important graphics journey. <laughs> so uh, I brought up uh, Chancleta to, to uh, talk about my friendship with him. We uh, way 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 before we started podcasting, we met at a job in 2001. Uh, we were both in financial services. And uh, I walked in one day, and uh, sitting right across from me in the aisle where, where my desk was, uh, was this enormous man. I didn't know how enormous he was. Uh, he's a big fella. Um, he was rocking about 380 back then. And uh, he was sitting down, saw him, knew immediately it was a new guy, introduced myself, and he stood up and uh, blocked out the sun. He's 6'5". It's funny to me that uh, people regularly refer to me as big guy or big man, right? Out on the street, I get that all the time, big man. And, uh, you know... It's it's true. I mean, I'm morbidly obese, so that's part of it. Um, I'm not particularly tall. I'm 5'11", slightly above average, I guess. But, you know, he's 6'5". I'm, I'm surrounded by tall men. My son is 6'4". They're both show-offs as far as I'm concerned. But 
we started talking and we very, very quickly fell into a friendship rhythm. Um, I remember I was taunting him and this was like, I believe day one, I was taunting him about the fact that he had not seen the film Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. And I know back then, uh, whenever they started people at that job, they, I believe they always started them on a Thursday, I think because of the pay cycle. And, um, I remember I was just busting on him and I'm like, if you don't watch this film over the weekend, don't come back in. Now, I didn't know that Chancleta has um, a condition known as oppositional defiance, so he didn't do it, but I ragged on him Monday so hard that he relented and, and watched the film that week. Um, for salespeople, it's one of the best films. It, it basically has every sales archetype that you're ever going to meet. Um, and um, for a while, we went on sales calls together. I was uh, sort of, you know, his uh, his sales buddy slash mentor. And, you know, when you're out knocking on doors and talking to people, you know, you're spending a lot of time together. And, you know, work, work breakfast, work lunch, work dinner. And then eventually that turned into hanging out. Eventually that turned into doing karaoke together. And, you know, over the first uh, couple of years that we knew each other, we spent a lot of time together. Um, his time and my time at that job ended. He he quit a little bit before I did. Um, uh, but we both went to work for the same independent sales organization. Uh, we called them ISOs. And, um, you know, he had gone first, told me about it. And so I went. You know, I left a job on a Friday and on Monday I had a, a new position. It was independent, so it wasn't the corporate kind of gig, but, you know, it was uh, it was a, a great fun. So uh, the time I spent with him in that office was uh, just hilarious. We didn't get all that much work done, but we had a lot of fun. Um, I was a trainer in that office and... Um, uh, <laughs> You know, we just had, we had a lot of fun with trainees. Uh, we, uh, you know, we just continued spending time together and we still work together once in a while. And, you know, uh, one of the things that we did at the job where we met was on, on uh, commission day, which was the first of every month, you know, you, you got a, a pretty big check. It was thousands of dollars and we would just mess around the whole day. Like we'd go into the office in the morning just because, you know, we had to, that was, you know, standard operating procedure. And then we would just piss the rest of the day away. We'd go have a very, very long lunch. We'd go uh, to the art of shaving and get a straight razor shave. Um, we'd, um, you know, goof around, go clothes shopping. Um, and mind you, we were under quota, so this was really not a good idea because, you know, <laughs> we had, we had work to do. Um, but we, we both had that sort of, you know, fight the power kind of mentality and, um, same penchant for buggery. And, um, we, uh, we would finish the day with a, a pretty long dinner as well. Definitely never, 
shorter than two hours. And uh, sometimes our ladies would join us. And, you know, it was just a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, so, you know, that and then the next job, you know, uh, while we were there, I got the idea to start my own independent office. Um, very small scale. Um, for a while, it was just the two of us. Um, eventually, I partnered with someone else. That was a disaster because he was a jackass. Um, but um, we uh, we just wound up spending so much time together, you know, always working, always grinding together and learning about one another. And we just, you know, we were fast friends, but we became deep friends as well. And uh, I remember within three months of knowing him, I asked him to be an usher at my wedding. Well, I don't want to make it sound grandiose. He was the one and only usher at my wedding. And that was in October 2001. So, you know, as time went on, um, it became very obvious to me that, you know, he was easily the best friend I've ever had. And frankly, I believe... He's the best friend that any man could possibly have. He is loyal beyond description, supportive in everything, uh, has saved my ass on several different occasions. You know, that, that's, the, that's the main thread among all my friends. And when I say all, we're talking about, you know, three to five people. Um, and I don't count my son among my friends because we're not friends. We're, we're father and son. But um, the, the people that I consider my friends, um, they all are extremely supportive. Any, anything I've ever needed, emotional support, financial support, housing, uh, just a, a, a caring ear, just company, anything, anything, whatever it is you can think of. He's proven himself throughout the years. We've known each other 22 years now. And he makes me laugh like nobody else. You know, my son is extraordinarily funny also. So he's, he's really hilarious. But Chancleta is, um, he's funny in a way that it, it, it doesn't even make sense to describe because there's no way that I could describe it in a way that you would fully understand. The only way uh, that anyone would understand it is to experience it. Um, he has this uncanny and unbelievable ability to break the tension. Now, I'm not a whiner, but, you know, things weigh heavy on my mind sometimes, and I'll, I'll share them with him always. And, um, I mean, there's nothing that he doesn't know about. He, if he wanted to cancel me, he easily could. I mean, just our text exchanges alone would do me federal time more than likely. <laughs> but um, I trust him with everything. So, you know, when I'm prattling on about something bothering me, you know, I might be talking for three, five, ten minutes, just blah, 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 woe is me, whatever. And with... Three to five words, he can just completely do a pattern interrupt that has me in stitches. Um, and just, no, I, I've never met anybody that could do that. 
And I, I might be offended at other people that tried to do that. Like, hey, man, I'm, I'm talking to you about something serious. But he, it's so funny that it's, it's impossible to deny it. it it's, it's, for me, it's impossible to get angry at. Uh, it's brilliant. And most of the time, it's just what I need. Um, so, you know, he's my confidant. He's my consigliere. And anyone that says consigliere, please shut up. Uh, but he is, uh, he's my go-to guy. I mean, I barely have any phone calls with anyone. And I talk to him several times a week. I don't think we go a week normally without talking on the phone three, four, five times. No problem. And, um, when it came time to start the podcast, it was actually his idea for the name, The Persistent Rumor. And I remember I was on the phone with him. We were talking about starting the podcast. This was going back to probably the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020 kind of coincided with the pandemic. And I remember asking, what should we call this thing? And he did not hesitate at all. He said, the persistent rumor. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he said, you say that all the time. And I, and I did. It's a phrase that I employed regularly. You know, the persistent rumor of American greatness, the persistent rumor of protecting children, uh, the persistent rumor of death, you know. Everything is a persistent rumor. Like, I don't know what death is. I just know the persistent rumor is that we all die, right? So the fact that he thought of it and I did it is, didn't is pretty amazing. But he's the one that named the podcast. And um, like I said earlier, in March, we started filming. And I believe by August or so is, uh, is when we started um, posting, and then the official first episode, The Persistent Rumor, number one, um, is uh, Mar March 20th, 2021. So um, I'll wrap up this conversation by basically just saying I just can't imagine my life without Chancleta. As I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's my best friend. Uh, I've known him for 22 years and I just, I really, I, I don't know what I would do without him. I don't, I, I, when I'm doing my thing day to day, I, I'll see something, you know, <laughs> my favorite thing to do <laughs> is when I see a dwarf, I take a photo of it because I love seeing dwarves. I'm fascinated by dwarves and, and I, I feel bad if their life is a struggle, which I assume it has to be at a certain level, but I just, I just find them amazing. Um, you know, the, 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 the variation in human life is just amazing to me. And the fact that once in a while, the assembly line, you know, pushes out a dwarf is just wild to me. And, um, so I'll take a photo and I'll send it to him. And I've been doing that for the longest time. Since since the beginning, basically, you know, I've seen uh, construction worker dwarves, Hasidic dwarves, wife beater dwarves. I've seen so many variations and they're always amazing. 
I even saw a stripper dwarf once on the subway. There was a dwarf convention going on in Brooklyn, and I was getting off in downtown Brooklyn, and there were all these dwarves on the train. It was it was my heaven. You know, it was the greatest thing ever. And then I got above ground, and there were dwarves everywhere. It's brilliant, brilliant. Um, so anyway, back to Chancletta. He's the most amazing friend. Uh, we did, I believe, either 23 or 24 episodes together. And then, you know, he's the busiest guy I know. And eventually his life got too busy to do the podcast with me. But if you go back uh, to the YouTube channel, uh, which this is on, you know, uh, The Persistent Rumor on YouTube, youtube.com, uh, listen to me, youtube.com slash at The Persistent Rumor. That's my channel. Please like and subscribe. You ever notice that everyone asks you to like and subscribe? There's a reason for that. It's like it's like the main thing that grows your channel. So please like, subscribe, comment if you will, share it, please. If you if you like anything I do, let a friend know about it. Sharing is caring. Sharing is nice, right? But uh, you know, if you want to go through the uh, the earliest ones, the first one we did was about weddings. I think we were talking about his wedding, my wedding, something like that. Um, and then the first official episode was basically about mental health, and it was really, really good. We we never planned what we were going to do on the podcast. Um, very rarely did we even uh, tell each other what the what the uh, topic was. That was my desire because I said, "Listen, I basically want to capture." the phone conversations that we have and we don't prepare each other for our phone conversations. One of us picks up the phone, the other answers and we're off to the races. And I wanted to capture that energy. And I think, um, I think most of the podcasts that we have are an excellent representation of that. I mean, there are some episodes where we're just cracking each other up left and right, going down memory lane, telling stories some of them are about, you know, politics and religion, society, sex, relationships, gender identity. We've covered all of the hot topics of the day and whatever thing was on our minds. Some of them are goofy. Some of them are possibly useless, but I think they're all interesting. Of course, I'm biased. Doesn't mean I'm wrong, though. Um, but like I said, um, you know, even this podcast wouldn't exist without him. Like, my ability to talk to you now is a direct result of learning how to talk to him on camera, you know, and I don't think I ever would have progressed to this point if, if I can categorize it as a progression at all, were it not for his involvement. I, I sincerely doubt, knowing myself as I do, that I would have chosen to start off doing a solo podcast. I tried along the way. I started the chocolate chat um, aspect of this podcast, um, and it was just me talking into the camera. Eventually, I started getting guests. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, tomorrow, uh, Friday the 9th, uh, there should be a, a new episode coming out of Chocolate Chat. But um, my earliest episodes were no longer than like three to five minutes 
I really didn't know how to sustain this, you know, soliloquy essentially for longer than that. Um, but through working with him, you know, for, I think we worked for about a year and a half together on the podcast. And, you know, I learned everything. I, I, I learned how to edit audio. Um, this is a really cheap mic, but, you know, I learned how to make it sound good through free software and, um, you know, learned all of the graphics, all the YouTube uh, thumbnails or, or things that I do. Um, every graphic that springs up, it's, uh, it's all stuff that I've learned how to do. And he was the springboard for all of that. And, you know, he's just the most beautiful man that I've ever known, you know, aside from being a, a shockingly handsome fella, he's also just a beautiful human being. And, uh, my life is all the better for every moment that I've known him. So I guess that wraps it up. I think I've covered everything that I wanted to talk about. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to my best friend, Chancleta, for everything you do, every way that you are. I love you. I respect you. And my only hope is that we'll be together forever as friends. You know, or, you know, if you ever change your mind, you know, something else. <laughs> when the Me Too thing started, the first thing that we said is, man, if anyone ever sees our texts, we're going to jail. <laughs> we do more sexual harassment of each other than anyone. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's it for now, folks. Um, it's been a pleasure knowing my friend Chancleta. Um, like I said, I just, I just hope it continues, man. My, my days are only complete because they contain him in it. And, uh, Hey, I suppose that's it. Peace, love, and granola. Talk to you soon. Uh -huh.